Now at the Home Depot, get peace of mind for a decade with the Kita 10-year worry-free combination smoke and carbon monoxide alarm. A two-pack is just 79 bucks. You save nearly 15. It replaces separate alarms for smoke and carbon monoxide and lasts 10 full years without ever needing a battery change. The Kita 10-year worry-free combination smoke and carbon monoxide alarm. A two-pack is just 79 bucks. Only at the Home Depot. More saving, more doing. U.S. only. See store for details. Cyber theft is the fastest growing crime in the United States and by Donald, far. And Donald Trump says elect him and he'll make improving cybersecurity an immediate and top priority, saying there are substantial weaknesses. Hillary Clinton's only experience in cybersecurity involves her criminal scheme to violate federal law, engineering a massive cover-up. Referring to the Democrat using a private email server while Secretary of State Clinton was not charged over that. Trump addressing a veterans group in Virginia, not reacting to the report showing he might have used accounting methods to avoid paying federal taxes for years. The Supreme Court is back in session, though three of the eight justices weren't there today and no cases were heard because of a Jewish holiday. The court did decide on some cases it will not take up. The civil authorities have issued a required weekly test for all of Connecticut, all of Districts of Columbia, all of Delaware, all of Florida, all of Georgia, all of Indiana, all of Kentucky, all of Massachusetts, all of Maryland, all of Maine, all of Michigan, all of North Carolina, all of New Hampshire, all of New Jersey, all of New York, all of Ohio, all of Pennsylvania, all of Rhode Island, all of South Carolina, all of Virginia, all of Vermont and all of West Virginia beginning at 11 a.m. and ending at 12 p.m. Test message e-pause open cap EAS feet configuration test message. target the U.S. East Coast. Kim Kardashian West has left Paris unhurt but shaken after being tied up and robbed at gunpoint by thieves who stole more than $10 million worth of jewelry. Fox News Radio, fair and balanced. Hiring people is probably the worst part of my job. It's such a hassle, the searching, the sorting through resumes. Most people don't have the right experience. We started using ZipRecruiter about three months ago. Right from the start, you could tell it was going to make hiring a lot easier. One click and my job was posted to 100 plus job boards, all the top sites. All of the candidates came to my dashboard and it's easy to compare them. Thumbs up if I like them, thumbs down if I didn't. No emails and attachments, printing up docs, phone calls, none of that. And I couldn't believe the number of great applicants we got. I had the person we needed within one week. I don't know how we hired before ZipRecruiter. Whether you're looking to fill one position or 20, find the best candidates with ZipRecruiter, where your job is just one click away from 100-plus job sites. ZipRecruiter, the fastest way to hire. And right now you can try ZipRecruiter free. Just go to ZipRecruiter.com slash start. That's ZipRecruiter.com slash start. ZipRecruiter.com slash start. Trending at 1103 on Eagle News Radio 1110, I'm David Martinez. Advocates for transgender people in Massachusetts say they can no longer be legally discriminated against in public places. A new law that took effect this past Saturday bars discrimination on the basis of gender identity in public accommodations. Key provisions of the law allows transgender people to use bathrooms and locker rooms that correspond to their gender identity. The Democratic-controlled legislature approved the bill after several years of debate. Republican Governor Charlie Baker signed it into law this past July. Mason Dunn, co-chair of the Freedom Massachusetts, a group that advocated for the new law, said the protections represent a shining moment in Massachusetts' legacy as an inclusive, welcoming place. The group says Massachusetts is the 18th state to provide similar protections for transgender people. But not everyone is happy with it. Massachusetts Family Institute is hoping to put a question before the voters on the November 2018 ballot, calling for a repeal of the measure. For more information on this and other local news, visit EagleTribune.com and listen at the top of every hour. For Eagle News Radio, News Flash. Do you find yourself talking back to the radio? Maybe those people going on and on about what's happening in your neighborhood have no idea what they're talking about? Well, actually, being on the radio and working hard to make your community better is not as out of reach as you might think. 1110 WCCM has a limited number of shows open just for people like you. It's never been more affordable to let your voice be heard, entertaining or informing the Merrimack Valley. But this chance is limited and won't last long. So call 978-686-9966 today. 
the most listened to talk show in America. When women got the right to vote, when it all went downhill. The man who defined and then redefined talk radio for a generation. Barack Obama is president of the United States today because of stupid, ignorant people. The only thing between you and eight years of Hillary Clinton. I admire her. She's got more of a backbone than any man in the Democrat Party. And he does it with half his brain tied behind his back just to make it fair. The first and last great American radio talk show is right here. Uh, when, I, when I hear Bill Clinton's name, I can't help. I just start channeling the guy, and I, I can't have it. Look at Democrat parties going to be really, really sad when I'm gone because I'm the glue holding them together. The New American Revolution meets here. The Rush Limbaugh program every weekday afternoon starting at noon on Eagle Radio 1110 and 102.9 FM HD2. That's why I couldn't wait to get out there. I'm Al Franken, and I approve this message. The following is a paid program. The opinions expressed on this program are those of the host and the guests and are not necessarily those of WCCM or its sponsors. Come with us on a journey into the unknown, the unexplained, and the unbelievable. We will test your senses and challenge your beliefs. A world where science and religion clash. Or do they? You will meet real people and hear real stories, but you will not believe. You will witness strange sights and hear strange sounds, but you will not believe. This is the New England Ghost Project. Welcome to the Good morning, everyone, and welcome to another Bloody Monday right here on... Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition with Steve Parsons, Ron Kulik, and Lou Blasi. The Valley Boys. <laughs> we're back in town. So anyways, uh, right question. here on Tojanet, also question. we're broadcasting as well as Eagle Radio, 1110 AM, 102.9 HD2, soon to be FM someday. Why is Lou behind bulletproof glass? That's a long story, okay. yeah. yeah. I thought it was spit-proof. I always meant to ask that every year I come, but he's always behind the bulletproof shield. It's spit-proof. It's just riot shields joined together. Mm-hmm. No, it's a noise. Those are uh, drum shields. You yeah. see them on concerts a lot, where they separate the drums so they can mic them and separate sound. And we're trying to separate all the uh, mechanical wizardry I'm doing back here yeah. away from the four mics. I like that, mechanically wizardry. Yeah, we're streaming uh, Facebook Live on our Facebook page. You go no to 1110 and on the Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition Where am I so I can Facebook wait? page. Hi, everyone! <laughs> Steve is out of the picture. He should have sat in another seat. Uh-huh. I was too busy pulling other wizardry. Yeah. There you go. Take a wave. Yeah, exactly. That's what he gets. He deserves it. The show has been brought to you by Chocolate Milk. Hey. Product placement. Give me it. It's my chocolate milk. So anyway, Steve, uh, you've been here for uh, a long, long time. A long time, yes. Yeah. Enjoying was it, what was it you were saying to me this morning? Can't wait till you go. That's it. Yeah. How do you feel about coming to the States? Are you are you ready to go home? or? I think in in any trip when you, you get to sort of the final 48 hours yeah. and you start putting things back into uh, cases and bags. Yeah. And you do the you do the trip the exact opposite the way I would do it, uh, where I, way I always travel. If I'm going for an event, mm-hmm. the event's at the end. Because mm-hmm. once the event's done, I want to get the hell out of there. Well, that's how it worked the very first time, but with Spirit Quest, there is a huge amount of work that Ron has to input into the event before. We all do. Yeah, so you don't want to get involved in it. If that's the idea. <laughs> we found good, that good for you. We found the first year, um, the... the it was an annoyance. Yeah. So uh, we were just in the way. Yeah. But anyways, so we've done... Well, that said, whenever we arrived, I thought, what have I had to build? Fire pits, install a pr- uh, printer, set up the conference it took room. took like three up. days to do a printer, put install a printer. It was Windows. <laughs> it was a Windows machine. So it was easy then. Yeah, it keeps me busy. Yeah, anyways, I, I just give them something to keep out of my way. Yep. Here, go put this fire pit together. Go put a computer together or whatever. Yeah, but anyway. don't do that yeah, you're right. It has to work the other yeah, way. They don't here, do that to right. the conference stars in the UK. <laughs> really? Yeah. Uh, see what they're missing? Yeah. Anyways, yeah. We, we, uh, yeah, we've, we've had a busy trip. We really did. We went down to East you Bridge. You should extend Spirit Quest a few more days to, to, so that people can go on all the things that you guys go on it because you guys have been busy since Spirit Quest. 
Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. We talked about that. No, you talked about it. I talked about it. I ignored it. it. You ignored it. Yeah. <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. But, uh, yeah, I mean, we were down at East Bridgewater uh, on Saturday night, which was kind of fun. That was like in... We had bar pizza and uh, salad, and uh, Steve did a talk on uh, ghost caught on tape. So that was that was exciting. Oh, yeah, interesting. <laughs> interesting. <laughs> <laughs> it was it was an after dinner talk, so it was lighthearted. It looks at all of the different types of uh, evidence that's been presented down the years: mm-hmm. ghosts caught on videotape, audio tape, gorilla tape. <laughs> <laughs> However you catch him, yep. we considered it. Steve and I have always talked about this thing, what you just said, interesting. Yep. There are degrees of interesting. Yeah, sure. Usually when people say interesting, that means like, I don't really it's give a, a flip crap. Off, isn't it? <laughs> yeah. It's a flip-off. I don't give a crap. Yeah. But I'll listen anyways because I'm being <laughs> polite. <laughs> my flavor of interesting there was interesting, tell me more. Oh, okay. That was my particular now, flavor. That's why we have we actually have degrees of interesting yeah. so that we can know actually what we're talking about. Did you guys talk about the videotape from that store in New Hampshire? What was it, a year ago now? Oh, uh, we did a, a show on that on the... on the. Uh, oh, that was... Is that the one where the lady had the shadow and then the thing fell down and... That no, the, no, no, that's the one where the cake dish went flying off the uh, counter. Oh, yeah, because yeah. the truck went by outside. No, <laughs> yeah, that was that was his theory, but it was absolutely wrong because I've re- I've because gone just said since so. then I've gone to the store and we've tried to recreate that by. What, bre- you had a very heavy truck. Yes, we did. Past. Yes, we did. We had waited for extremely heavy trucks and we monitored the situation. Unlike I'd some, to, we actually do this work. We do the research. You know, I'd, I'd really <laughs> not like just to, sit back so, in our ivory so, palaces and make so, decisions. So, that's you know that's what we do so here he's in the U.S. Talking over me again because he hates any form of contra. <laughs> well, it's easy so to pre- talk about you. Because you're so monotone, that's simple. <laughs> Carry on. So when we get back, you can show me these out- hundreds of hours of videotape of all of the recreations. I, pro- probably closer to thousands of hours. There we go. Then. I look forward to that. And we'll, we'll actually put that onto the Ghost Chronicles International Facebook page. And I expect commentary from every minute of yeah. this yeah. video. Yeah, we will. We so will do, you do, have in your, do you have a compelling piece of uh, ghost caught on tape? Is, is there one that uh, yes, Steve, you still have find compelling? It, within the talk, there are two uh, that I use. One, which uh, they're both audio captures. Mm-hmm. One that was recorded, uh, and the, in fact, both of them were taken in the same location, which was a former school building that had been converted into small startup business units. And uh, one has a very interesting sound that we've we've called entitled footsteps because that's what it sounds Ooh. most like. Yeah, that's saying, original. We're not saying it. It is footsteps, but it sounds like footsteps. And the other one um, is of children playing in a, in, a, in a schoolyard. What do you call that one? Children playing in a schoolyard? Funny enough, no. We just call that one children playing. We abbreviated ah, it. Very good. Yeah. Because we were... Yeah, you didn't want to get any yeah, criticism. Well, it was an old Windows file, so we were limited on what we could use. If file oh, made. that explains it. All right. and I actually heard those at the event. And, and if you want to, if you go to... They were intriguing. If you go to... Uh, www.parascience.org.uk mm-hmm. and look under former school building. Former school building. It's an original name. Scroll through the reports, you can actually find the um, audio files on there. There you go. To yourself. Are they complete audio files? Do we get the complete file? Or no, you don't get the wow. Oh, that's a shame. <laughs> on the, on shame. The, uh, the, the audio tape recording that has the uh, footsteps. At the end of it, the event lasted about two or three minutes, and at the end of it, which isn't on the on air on the um, internet version, you hear me utter "Wow!" <laughs> <laughs> oh, when we get a "Wow!" out of you, that's a good thing. It right? was it was an impressive moment. What had happened? No, no you don't get it out because you <clears throat> cut it out. Because yeah. oh my God, I can't so to be get quite, a "Wow!" Mm-hmm. Are you going to are you going to let me say anything? No, no, I can entire, help it. The entire two weeks, I'm beginning to believe that Ron is as a dumber psychic as he claims to be. <laughs> Because he's able to finish every single sentence that I start. Yeah, amazing. Every single one. <laughs> and then when I, when I eventually finish, his, finish yeah. it, if it's different than what he'd finish, he then tells me I'm wrong. Mm-hmm. Which yeah. is an amazing... Well, the problem with Steve, Steve, he never, gets to, he never gets to the point. Welcome he just, to my world. He Steve. just drabbles on <laughs> you never so get to the point slow and... Uh, we never get to the point because you start speaking, immediately the other person starts talking. Really? Yeah. Uh, yeah. So yeah. what do you say what do you say about English I mean American guests on the show? 
Oh, when we had them on the international show? Yeah, it's really They're sweet. so cool. I love American guests because we don't have to do anything. You ask them one question, they'll run for the hour. Oh, yeah. They breathe through their ass. Like, oh, they've got <laughs> yeah. You think that's an American? Yeah, they've got... That's oh, yeah, that's true. I, I will attest to it. The yeah. UK is not like that. Oh, really? Yeah, I mean, you know, they, you answer, and then they'll tell you about their life history, the book, what they did with the mom, oh, the next do. book, the world tour. We the love hemorrhoids. talking about ourselves. Oh, yeah, absolutely. and it'll go on. We have to interrupt them so we can get the ad break oh, in. Yeah, we love talking about ourselves. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, American guests are really cool because... Everything comes I've been back caught a few times on the show making because Ronald sent me. You're making a lot of noise because when we have an American guest on, I get to uh, clean all the bookshelves, reorganise <laughs> all the pens, yeah. sort out all the because I've got a glass uh, computer and you know what? Yeah. Terrible for fingerprint and dust. Yeah, so fine. I use the get show for uh, yeah. yeah, 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 cleaning biometrically uh, can protected. Mm, no, it's just an American guest never, as we say, stafu. Was it, what do you say? Stifu. Stifu. What does that mean? Stifu. S-T-F-U. Yeah. yeah. It's an. A, it's an yeah. acronym. It's an acronym like buff. 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 What's buff? It's what the American Air Force called the B fifty two. Buff. Yeah. I'll tell you off air. <laughs> so anyway, um, we also uh, went to Portsmouth. Uh, what was? When was that? That was uh, almost a week ago, right? Yeah. Yeah, we could go. We went to. Uh, we did a with Roxy, who is not here today. So. Yeah. Um, but on the trolley tour, yeah, and that was the blue uh, mermaid. The blue mermaid, yeah. How was dinner? Uh, to me, you know, I'm a really American meat and potatoes kind of guy, and that was like uh, Caribbean foodie. Oh, okay. That's all I can say. That's it. I'm digging in my pocket. It, it was good. Yeah, it was good. Jerk Sounds chicken, good. Um, jerky chicken, nice salad. Yep, it's good food. Good food. So, anyways, if you actually have a question for uh, Mr. Parsons, you can call us at 877-687-8005 or 978-687-8005. Or you can actually, actually text us at 978-712-8005. 978-712-8005. Or if you're psychic, just send it in. Send it to me, because I'm a dumb psychic. We all know that. I'll be able to pick up that instantaneously. I'm sensing something. Really? Yeah. A headache? Yeah. Probably. You can also go to either of the Facebook pages and leave a comment. Oh, I forgot about that. Do we have Twitter? Instagram? Snapchat? We could have Twitter, but we don't have it. Do you have a Twitter? You don't have a Twitter for Ghost Chronicles? No, not Ghost Chronicles. I have two for me. I have Baron Von... No, Baron Ron Kolick. And no, Baron Van Helsink. That's what it is. Baron Van Helsink and Ronald Kolick. I have, those are the two I have for my Twitter accounts. If you really want to twit me, yeah. follow so, follow Ron. Follow me. Follow. Uh, just the easiest click thing. Click like, click share, and follow. Easiest Ron. thing is to join us on Facebook at our uh, Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition and Ghost Chronicles International and yeah. Ghost Chronicles Next Generation. No, Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition because we're live streaming the show right now. So well, that's I what had, I meant to I, say. I had a message on Ghost Chronicle International Facebook page from really? a guy in the UK. And it related to our Facebook page, which, of course, is an open forum for people to post their ideas, their, their, their little news snips and clips and... Whatever crap they want. Yeah, exactly. And this guy put, I thought this was a, for a sensible radio show. Why do you allow this to happen? <laughs> he was very indignant and then promptly defriended us. Oh, we lost a friend. That's we a lost a friend. Oh, my God. I won't yeah. be able to sleep tonight. He didn't realize that was a self-annihiling phrase, a respectable radio show? Or no, he didn't. He, didn't. <laughs> <laughs> he, he yeah. thought that it should be, the page should be more highbrow. Really? Yeah. We shouldn't allow people to... Well, uh, we should probably do doesn't that. get the kind of stuff it up. involved here. <laughs> so, yeah, <laughs> buff it up and make it look good. Yeah. Hmm. Well, so we've anyway. added messaging... Do you ever look at it? Because yes. I certainly don't know anything yes. to do with it. Yes, and if you look, we have a reputation for responding promptly. I have never I reply. seen it. I have never seen you it. You don't need to, because A, you never look, and B, I've answered them all. Oh, really? Yeah. What if I was different? What if they said, oh, Ron, how can I get a lock of your hair? You would answer that for me? Yeah. Oh, that's Say good. he hasn't got me. Oh, <laughs> uh, you're so funny. Have a thread from one of his caps. I'm going to get your famous holy water. 
Yeah. Well, special I get the blend. famous Van Helsing. Special blend. Which, by the way, is selling extremely well. Is it? Yeah. I mean, I've never even wanted to do that. If you order that. in the next six minutes, you get an extra bottle absolutely free. Just pay separate charges. And a potato peeler. A potato peeler. <laughs> you should uh, come up with some kind of potion to put on yourself that keeps you protected from infrasound. That's a thought, isn't yeah. it? Yeah. Yeah. There is stuff. It's called BS. <laughs> <clears throat> Just rub it on you, like they did in uh, Jurassic Park, and uh, the dinosaurs won't bother you. And I do mean the dinosaurs. You know what dinosaurs are? People who believe in the past and don't move on to the future. And you're doing, is it the Victorian table tipping recreation tomorrow? Is That's it? right. <laughs> That's why I'm a dinosaur. There we go. <laughs> Just checking that one out. Yeah. Yeah. And thanks for bringing it up. Yeah. We are doing that at the uh, church in Andover, and uh, it's Victorian table tipping. And you Which get, church in Andover? Uh, I don't know one of them. <laughs> Some church. Are you using a proper Victorian table? Oh, we're using a well, because you're advertising it as Victorian table tipping. That yeah, you dress up. In Victorian, so does that yeah. mean that you're tipping a Victorian table? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Because you know that the Victor I bought all the Victorian the, tables at uh, you know that uh, big lots. That table tipping actually wasn't that popular in the Victorian era. You'll just get mixed up for the Edwardian era that followed it. No, 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 no. We're dressing <laughs> up in the Victorian era. You know, you're getting edwardled. Yeah. You've got to get this all straight. How do you tell the difference between a Victorian table and an Edwardian table? Oh, there you, you look go. at the label and do it. <laughs> <laughs> it genuine Victorian. Yeah, so anyway. Fiberboard. Yeah, you've got some really cool Ouija boards, huh? I do. You do? So, yeah, oh yeah, we went to Salem to visit this uh, five hand shop and uh, they Man, were closed. That was a disappointment. <laughs> all the way they were closed? Yeah. Wow. On, on a what? It was a Thursday, right? Only open on week, that weekends. Yeah, it was Friday, a Thursday. Friday, Saturday, Sunday. Drove all the way down. Yeah. Could That's have spent, true medium would have figured that out. Could have spent big bucks. Mm. He's a dumb medium. Big bucks. <laughs> so you remember that. So um, we we uh, found you the cool, weirdest. It's not actually a Ouija board, is it? We, well, first of all, he bought me a Ouija board, well, a nice square one, yeah, 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 with his own generous, high cash. Generous nice. like that. Because yeah. I cried into a tantrum. He did. He did. <laughs> Still doesn't take me to Best Buy. And then uh, we went Why to... Why do you want to go to Best Buy? We did an accessory for my Osmo camera. Okay. You said you didn't want to go. Too late now. Yeah. Anyways, we also went to uh, Hex and Kelly Spangler was there. We, we said hello to her, took some selfies, and uh, she sold me a, wee, a, wee, a spirit board. Kelly been on the show? Why does that name sound familiar? Kelly Spangler, she's a witch from Salem. She's been on the show, right? She was at Spirit Quest and yeah. everything else, yeah. Uh, so, anyways, the spirit, this board is pretty cool. It's got a big mat on it, and it's it's like circular, and it has a ra railroad spike, a real railroad spike, a, a metal one. Let's put it that way. And and you spin it like uh, spin the tail and uh, spin the bottle and stuff like the that. The railroad spike is the spinner. Yeah, yeah. Oh, it's nice. like Wheel of Fortune for psychics. It's on it's on a little cog. It's it's actually sitting on a cog like a steampunk cog, and and uh, it's a Ouija board. So that's how you spell stuff out by spinning it. Well, you don't I spell. Like that much it, it gives you answers. Thing. It gives you answers, but it doesn't spell. Yeah. So you, you do get answers to questions on it. It's it's kind of interesting. It was yeah. intriguing. I liked it, and I I've never seen a metal spike spin so easily as that did. And, and all it has is a little tiny pinhole in it that sits on top of that gear, and it it just spins so so easily. I was that's the thing that amazed me more than anything. So there you go. It was very very cool. It was cool. But, you know, whether it was worth the 150 bucks. It was not 150 Janet, if you're listening, it was. No, it wasn't. <laughs> so today, later on today, Steve, um, what's his name? Huh? Lou. Lou. Lou, we're going to... Uh, wow, how long have you two been working together? The USS Salem, which is, uh, of course, a heavy cruiser that yes. was from World War II. And uh, Steve and I and, and the blind bombshell Van Carrigan will be taping down there nice. for a show. So, uh, yeah. You'll be able to catch that on, on the next tape. generation. It'll be ghost caught on tape. Naval ghost caught I on tape. I hope there'll be ghost caught on tape. Yeah, we'll take some duct tape down with us. Mm. You know, that's the thing. You have access say. to the ship. I mean, you're going to be able to. Yeah. yeah, yeah, we'll be there. They've turned it into a haunted house. There's a, a crew from uh, Las Vegas that came in, and uh, I guess oh, 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 for October? Yeah. Oh, yeah. nice. So we'll have that little aspect of too. It's kind of like, I guess, from reading the promo, it's kind of like the last ship. You ever see that series, The Last Ship? Yes. Yeah, so it's kind of like that where, uh, instead of a plague, it's a plague of zombies, of course. Oh. And th that's the last refuge, so uh, whatever. Um, but 
the, the cruise is cool. I mean, we were we've been on it. I've been on it before. Yeah. And uh, yeah, it's it's a neat. So you, you. Well, we they had an open house one time, and myself and a couple of members of the, my my team went, and uh, we kind of like wandered around, and security kept throwing us out of places. <laughs> so by the end of the day, they they just uh, took us everywhere. They gave us a tour and took us in the, all the places that nobody else could go. And, but one of the cool places is situa- the Situation Room, mm-hmm. and it's actually still set up from the last cruise that it had on yep. there. So it's kind of neat. It was an exercise they were running at the time. Nice. Yeah, but it's it's a neat neat thing to do. Um, but, I mean... So you're just chatting on the show? Are you going to do some investigating? Or? We'll see. We, yeah. we, we're not sure exactly what's going to happen. That's... We might play it by ear. I mean, we get it might get attacked by zombies. Who knows? You know, <laughs> we'll throw Steve at him, and uh, there you go. They'll bite it, bite him in the leg, and so this is for it. Bridgewater Cable. Yeah, it'll be yeah. the. Uh, and they're going to set up right on, on the ship. Yeah, well, we're, we're recording it. Nice. So, yeah, you can you can see all of our shows uh, on uh, it's they're on demand at the uh, EBS TV. EBC, E-B-C TV, E-B-C TV. E-B-C org, uh, and you, they're all on there. All yeah. in, I think it's like thirty years, thirty plus shows on there, but uh, they're all available. And, and they're seen in uh, close to a hundred different towns and cities as well. So across the country, so that's kind of neat. It's fun, fun stuff, right? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> See, I'm I'm British, so while you're talking, I won't speak. That's a shame. See, that's what I was saying before. How you ever heard this? See, every time, every, and he does it to the guests as well. Yep. Talks right What's over What's he talking about? <laughs> I have no idea. Think, doing it again. Does, you um, can't get the last word in because he... We talk all the time over here about Gettysburg and, and the type of intense uh, things that you pick up there. Does Normandy, Utah Beach... Uh, there are a lot of battlefields in Europe from World War Two and the, World War One that were well, was particularly cool. beautiful. Yeah, brutal. Um, we have. Uh, there is a very interesting tale told um, about. It's a pre pre forerunner of the Normandy campaign, which took place in the Dieppe beaches in 1942, which was an inva- uh, an invasion of a small scale invasion, a test, if you will, um, conducted by British and Canadian forces. There were some tanks, some troops, commandos, mm-hmm. all went ashore. It was. It went very badly, but in uh, some years later, and again, I don't have the dates because I don't have the bookshelf nearby. Uh, two ladies on holiday uh, rec- reported hearing the intense sounds of battle um, at around four o'clock in the morning, da- the dawn time, and they—it's always been suggested that they were witnessing um, a playback mm-hmm. of of the Dieppe raid, yep. the famous Dieppe raid that took place in 1942. Hmm. There are many, many battlefields in Europe that do have reputations for, for haunting, including the, well, the, of course, the famous um, battlefield of Waterloo. Yep. Uh, World War II battlefields, I don't know so much about. There are certain locations that were key to Bastogne um, and places within those locations rather than the battlefields because mecha- the mechanised battlefields of World War II were very, very different from the Civil War battlefields right. of America or Britain because they were much more focused into a smaller area where the troops, the two armies, would pull up and right. oppose each other. But you World War II is much more large-scale. Yeah. The conflict was spread out. Absolutely. Yeah. And, and in World War One, you have um, the long sort of trench lines, yeah. but you do have these areas of more concentrated activity. And, for example, from World War One, you have Delville Wood, which is part of the, the, the Somme front line. Mm-hmm. Uh, which has been... It was nicknamed by the troops even back in World War II, Devilwood. Uh, back in World War One, excuse me, uh, Devilwood. Mm-hmm. Uh, because it, it, the Germans had got themselves into this small area of woodland. And the more they were shelled, because you were just giving them more and more holes to hide into and machine gun the any advance. Right. Um, that has a reputation for uh, extreme activity. People... I say it has a reputation. The problem with reputations is they're often by word of mouth. You know, right. People scare themselves. You know. um, well, we talk about all the time. Uh, there are concept. There are different concepts of time, mm-hmm. and one of which is the ribbon candy concept mm-hmm. of time, where it's not linear, it's not a freight train, and that there might be areas of time where the veil is kind of thin, 
and they might be geographically laced, they might not be, but I mean, that would play into this type of theory where on a, on a given set of circumstances, you might, you know, stuff well, it, might cross over and it, through the thin veil. That, that's the problem, though. We don't know. I mean, yeah. because it's it, it's it's all ideas. You just answered for me again. <laughs> oh, I didn't. He threw that out to us. You're he not the only he, freaking one here, Parsons. Well, I wouldn't mind if you answered for me if you didn't use my sentence all the time. <laughs> really? Anyway. Uh, people I, was, are, I was actually going to say, answer yeah. that there is... Um, you just spoke over me. Yeah. <laughs> there is a phenomenon known as cyclic ghosts. A ghost will appear on the same day at the same place. And, and Berlin, for, uh, most famously, I think there are some American examples, too. Um, what's interesting about them, and it talk you about this idea of uh, time, mm-hmm. is that um, it may also be conditions. Because in July, when the humidity is at an X and the temperature is Y, when the event originally took place, then in July, when the humidity is X and the hum- uh, temperature is Y, it might a- it might be able to more conducive yeah, or, yeah. replay itself yeah. Th- there may even be you know influenced by gravity this is a subject that we we don't i don't think we explore enough and that it's mentioned in ghostology and that gravity is yeah mentioned like i says we don't explore enough no, but anyways um you know because you have the gravity of, of so many different things that can influence things you, you've always said in the show like the the uh, when there's a full moon there's more uh, activity, right? right? So, Plus what if gravity have, isn't uniform across the planet? Exactly. Yeah. And so, what if we have that, and we have gravity from other heavenly bodies? You know, we have maybe even energy or, or some type of gravita- gravitational pull from the sun or, or other conditions that contribute to that. That's the idea. We really don't know enough about it that why we can reproduce. I mean, even the even the famous battle where they, they saw it in the sky. I mean, what were the conditions that created that battle in the sky? It was a Wednesday. Ah, there you go. Every Wednesday. Well, then one, of the, one of the interesting things about gravity is it's, 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 it's a force. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. It's a force that we have extreme difficulty in, f- particularly in terms of physics, understanding. We can't right. really understand. We don't know what it is. We don't know what it is. Yeah. Like magnetism, we think we know. But what we can do with a very high degree of, of surety is measure the effects on known objects. Right. So we, we can measure the effects of gravity, but we can't understand what gravity is. It's, it's kind of like we can measure the wind by putting a propeller in it, right. but we can't actually visualize the wind in any other way. So we're seeing the effects of gravity. And in a way that's so predictable, we can put things onto asteroids, we can put men on the moon, right. as some people would, would have you believe. Now, supposing... It's a flat earther. Are you? Yeah, yeah. It's flat this week. I think uh, we staged the moon landing? <laughs> yeah, he does. These okay. Brits, Brits don't take up any... You know, they don't believe anything we do. Well, Finished? We'll go back to that. Yeah. But there is another possible force that exists. So for a long, long time, um, parapsychologists and studiers of psi, which is P-S, spelt P-S-I, yep. which, which encompasses telekinesis and telepathy and clairvoyance, have suggested that that too is a force. Now, our problem there is it doesn't act on predictable bodies because it only acts on the human mind. So the effects are not fixed. Therefore, it's very... With gravity, we can understand it because it's acting on a physical body in a way that is predictable, and we can determine the effects. If psi is another force, a, a real force like gravity, our difficulty is that we can't measure it because it's acting on our mind, not on... Uh, good, you just came up with a... Yeah, you just hit the vein here. I want to talk about that when we get back. Our minds. That's purely my idea as well. Copyrighted yeah. that for you to talk on it. Whatever. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition right here on Eagle Radio, 1110 AM, 102.9 HD2, TojiNet, and AstroNet. And we'll be right back after the following message with Lubalasi, Steve Parsons, and Ron Pollock. need to do some soul searching or make some changes in your life to create a more positive future then circles of wisdom is just the place for you 
Circles of Wisdom is a metaphysical bookstore and more. Located on Route 28 in downtown Andover, Massachusetts. We carry a large selection of books and music, crystals and gemstones, jewelry and gifts, sage, aromatherapy, and so much more. All in a relaxing and welcoming atmosphere. We offer classes on a variety of topics like yoga, Reiki, psychic development, alternative healing, and personal transformation. For guidance on this journey we call life, get a reading from one of our many readers at Circles of Wisdom, 90 Main Street in downtown Andover, right next to Bertucci's. Call us at 978-474-8010 or check us out on the web at www.circlesofwisdom.com. Lots to see and do in a feel-good place, an oasis in this hectic world. Are you seeing a ghostly apparition every time you look in the mirror? Are you terrified to realize that that pale, lifeless, lack of energy form hovering before you is in fact you? How would you like to be transformed? Healing begins from within, and it's never too late to start feeling good. Are you curious? Interested? Good. Don't wait another minute. Visit transformyourlifenow.org or contact Maureen. The email address is maureen at transformyourlife.org. You're listening to Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition here on Eagle Radio 1110 and TojiNet. And uh, you can't hear anything over there? And you can also go to our Facebook page at Eagle Radio 1110 or Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition. Turn the freaking switch. And uh, see a live stream of broadcasting and listen on 1110 AM, 102.9 FM, HD2, and on EagleRadio1110.com. I want to go back to your talk about Psy, which is. Oh, I get to turn your mic up. One, two, That's three. That's my own fault. Okay, one, two, I got it. Two, 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 one, two, two. And this goes into a discussion that we've had a number of times because we, everyone talks about the effect of the full moon on mm-hmm. the human psyche. Mm-hmm. And, and yeah, uh, people will uh, scoff at it, but you ask anyone who works in a nursing home, you ask anyone who's a first responder, and they'll tell you what the effects of the full moon are on the people out there. And this is probably exactly what we're talking about, right? Well, it's, it's, it certainly is a known effect uh, in... in um, what are you doing over there? <laughs> I'm entertaining the audience. This is radio, but we're going video, so I have to make little hand puppets and stuff. So that well, speaking of hand puppets, we should have got the chupacabra puppet. Anyway, yeah, <laughs> uh, absolutely. There are there are clear effects uh, that take place around the period of the full moon, um, and also, you know, I might be a little bit out with the the, the precise details. It also affects women's menstrual cycles as well. <laughs> they tend to. <laughs> Never heard that one. <laughs> they tend to yeah, align. Uh, they tend to align. Yeah. Um, oh, do they? With the with the the moon phase. Yeah. But you just shifted the discussion. A lot of the discussion about everything to what I think is the most malleable part of this whole equation, which is the human mind. Exactly. Right. And a lot of this, it doesn't mean that the the battle that you talked about last week that everyone saw, or the sounds that they hear at a particular World War II battleground, or what you might hear in Gettysburg, doesn't mean it doesn't necessarily exist. But the variable is how we can take in that stimulus. And instead of deciding, instead of trying to figure out what the conditions are that make it possible for those sounds to exist, what are the conditions that make it possible for us to hear them? That's well. That's primarily what I'm most interested in because people see ghosts, people have experiences. Right. What is it that makes them have those experiences? And also, interestingly, what is it that means that they have an experience while someone adjacent to them at the same time doesn't? And even more interesting is two people who might arrive at the same location years apart, not knowing about the previous experience, have identical experiences. Right. So there are certain questions that come up now what we're looking for is an explainer um i don't offer psi as a universal but we may be dealing with and it's something really that parapsychology has never really considered this idea of uh, a force a separate force like gravity that is a real force uh, we accept gravity unquestioningly because we can measure and we live with the effects of it daily right but there may be, as I said earlier, an, an, a force which we will label psi, for want of a label, that may act completely differently on, on different individuals. Gravity, we know, is different um, in different parts of the, uh, of the globe. Um, it can be affected by the landscape. It can right. be affected by uh, heavenly bodies. The sun exerts a huge influence on us. 
um, the tides likewise um, are affected by the by both the sun and the moon mm-hmm. it, it's it's quite incorrect to say that simply the moon is involved even even the planets have an, a, a, right. a gravitational influence on the earth it doesn't have to be a force that we already know and a lot of it when you start talking about the human mind we can demonstrate this simply for example you and i could walk into a parking lot i own a jeep i might see 10 jeeps in that parking lot you might see none Mm-hmm. Because your your filters are set up, mm-hmm. your awareness is just set up mm-hmm. to either take this in or not. So we've got state of mind of the individual taking in the stimulus, mm-hmm. plus there are probably differences in physical ability. Some people, with mediums, for example, they might just be physically built differently and maybe open to... Clearly. They might clearly. have a better antenna for this type of area than some other people. Clearly, uh, there might be this physiological element um, to our ability to perceive. Right. Some people are naturally artistic. Some people are naturally... They have an anxious temperament. Some people have a relaxed temperament. Our chemistry, our physical chemistry, is different. The chemicals that flow through is... Um, the, the chemicals that control our electrical systems. Now, if psi is a force, it must act in some way upon us. Um, it, we, we don't know how, but our physiology will almost certainly... If you change the antenna, you will yep. change the effect of the, of the force. That the force, force is going to be manifested or perceived by yep. each individual In individual. a completely different way, and that's, yep. that means that it becomes uh, very unpredictable, and therefore uh, skeptics or science would say it's not repeatable, therefore it doesn't exist as a separate independent force. Unlike, of course, gravity, which, which will work just as well on a marshmallow as it will with a railway spike. We, we know the effects because it is an entirely... Because it's working on a physical body, not something that right. is manifestly abject like a mind. Yeah, so the scientific method would re- require repeatability. It would have to uniformly affect people in different ways, and yeah. not everything works that yeah. way. I mean, science, there are areas within science, for example, where repeatability isn't such a, a key issue. Areas within quantum mechanics, for example, where they ex- accept that repeatability is not going to be... Right. Um, a condition of the experiment being success. The other problem that you've got when it comes to science interpreting the paranormal is, uh, well, it's the human element again, because in in physics, for example, um, if an experiment is set up and works really, really well, um, and they get a result, the physicists will use that result as the basis of developing future understanding, future experiments. However, when um, experiments that relate primarily to the paranormal in terms of parapsychology, when they design experiments that they then sign off as being good experiments with good controls, and the result comes back uh, that they're not expecting, it might demonstrate that statistically something unusual is taking place. The first thought of the psychologist involved tends to be there is something wrong with the experiment. Yep. So they're, they're, they're prejudging the situation. There was a very good example um, where a psychomantium uh, was built. Uh, a psychomantium is a chamber in which a person undertakes scrying uh, f- and reaches an altered state of consciousness. They fully instrumented a psychomantium, uh, including with uh, thermometers. The data from the thermometers did something that the psychologists weren't expecting. And they threw the date. Therefore, they, they, they took this, the temperature data and threw it away. Yeah, so they completely disregarded uncontrolled it. Uncontrolled in there that did this, they couldn't. Well, that's yeah. that's what they imagined yeah. that it was. In fact, any physicist involved would have understood immediately what had taken place, um, but they didn't understand the the temperature data and the anomaly, and so they disregarded it. Yeah, they set it aside. <laughs> it didn't conform to the expected outcome. So despite all, in, in addition to all the things we don't know about what's going on out there, and I always tell people about this, I go, look, you're sitting in this room, there are 100 cell phone signals passing through here, uh, countless radio frequencies, and you're not picking up on any of them. doesn't mean they're not there. Mm-hmm. Just you, know, you don't have the equipment to pick up on any of them. On top of that, we have to deal with the, the uh, variables of human psychology and human physiology. Well, the only, the only reason that we don't fall through the floor is that we're vibrating, uh, or the atoms and molecules in our body uh, are vibrating at exactly the same rate as the floor. Mm-hmm. 
if we change the frequency of the vi electromagnetic frequency of the vibration and become slightly higher or slightly lower, like a radio wave, we would pass straight through an object. Yeah. And in fact, yeah. I think the Americans have done some research uh, where they try to alter the frequency of vibration by staring at things. Um, the US military were trying to get to this stage where they could get soldiers to walk through walls. And it became the subject in a roundabout sort of way of the movie The Men Who Stare at Goats. Oh, really? Yeah. Oh. Uh, this idea of simply altering your... And, of course, many mediums, and go back beyond the mediums to many religions and cultures, they talk about altering your vibrations and reaching higher vibrations. Well, of course, if that were physically... If they were physically able to shift, raise their vibratory state in a real sense, then the world as we perceive it would cease to exist. We would like a radio wave pass through things um, with, with ease. But you can tune your mind, however, and it may not be, in a physical term, maybe not about frequency, but you can tune your mind. As I said, you can set yourself up for awareness of things that you weren't aware of before, and I give this example on the show all the time. Two of us may walk through the woods, and I'm, I may see a deer over there and hear a particular bird and all that, and you hear nothing because mm -hmm. I'm tuned into it. You know, mm -hmm. I'm just changing my tuning. There is that to an agree, a degree, but there is also the biophysical layer of, of the senses. Um, people's auditory systems are not the same. People, one, it, one person's got, um, particularly you know, the likes of Ron, he's got uh, an ear full of hair. Um, <laughs> so he may, he physically, and as we age, our ability he to hear, hear frequency, frequency ranges I change. can't hear frequencies, you yeah. can, because I've just but, beaten the crap out of my ears. But so. what, you, what you talk about in terms of um, awareness... You, t you mentioned about the car before. I remember three years ago, I, I just ordered a new car, a Fiat 500. And wherever we drove, or where, wherever we were driving, my wife would stop looking at the Fiat. I became very, very yes. aware that everywhere I looked, there were Fiat 500s. Yeah, my ex bought a car that I didn't know existed. Yeah. And after I saw the car, I saw it everywhere. Yeah. Just and absolutely everywhere. It is, it is because yeah. you have changed your... Uh, level of awareness you right. become more and you do that in a way uh, and that works in haunted locations as well if you if you take somebody into a an old building and they're working as part of a construction crew um they might be or, or security or whatever they will quite happily stay there um but if you then tell them that you're going on a ghost hunt or that the building is haunted yep. You will find that people will have, uh, and there's been there's been experiments that have been conducted. If you tell people that they're going to see ghosts, they are more likely to see ghosts. But the good news here is, instead of falling victim to it, you can find the lever mm -hmm. and use it to your advantage. Mm -hmm. can't you? And it's, that's it's, that's it's manipulable. Yeah, well, I mean that's done on these um, haunted attractions that that we we see both sides of the Atlantic. Um, in the past, I've been uh, able to. I've been brought in in order to manipulate sound uh, and to manipulate the environment sure. using known psychology to get, make sure that people have a good experience. Uh, so in addition to it, the location, in addition to the, the uh, priming of the pump, you tell them that they're in a haunted building, you, you introduce right. them with some scary stories, uh, then you, you add some physical effects as well to, uh, to make sure that they have a good time. So you can manipulate people's experiences. And we've done, we've done many experiments in the UK where uh, we have suggested a story, an event, uh, a galloping horseman at Tutbury Castle uh, in the English Midlands, and people reported the galloping horseman who yep. galloped through the archway of the castle. Uh, not just one person, several people reported the galloping horseman. But one, manipulation is one byproduct of this, but just openness is another byproduct, mm -hmm. right? I mean, to the opposite, people can come into a situation, one of Ron's uh, uh, seances or table tipping, and be totally closed to the experience, and mm -hmm. they need to be open to the experience. In addition, it's been well well known and documented that people who come into this into these seance situations as a complete wet blanket disbeliever will affect the entire outcome Absolutely. of the session and result in a situation where probably nothing takes place and then they will turn around and go see i told you nothing takes place right. they they themselves uh, uh, have become part of the problem and within physics you have the well-known observer effect where the observation of an ex within sorry within uh, particularly parapsychology uh, you have the effect that uh, simply observing uh, a situation 
chaos yeah. theory, right? Yeah, we'll yeah. change. We'll change the outcome of it. Uh, we ha we have Schrodinger's cat, uh, mm -hmm. or Schrodinger's Dropbox, <laughs> which is where people say that they've already sent you the file, and it's only in the f in the folder until or not in the folder. It may or may not be until, until you, you go to the folder. <laughs> But that, I mean, that's basically you're discussing mentalism, and what you're doing is really skewing the whole paranormal experience because you're putting that out there that in people's minds that they're influenced by what's going on. But there are countless cases of spontaneous paranormal activity where there has been no mentalism involved. No, I was trying to do the exact opposite. I was, I mean, we, we talk about the influence of psychology all the time. I was trying to get to the other end of it where this might be an explanation for why sightings, the quality of them, the witness experience might vary so much and why it's not repeatable and why you can't bring somebody to a haunted house and see a ghost every time because there is, this is just another one of the factors involved. And, and also there's a difference between willful manipulation of a situation for an event, but people will manipulate the, their own psychologies themselves. They it's know mentalism, they, whether it's self-induced well, or not. Yes, yeah. and the only way we understand the effects of it is by recreating the effects in a controlled way. We set the story, we set the, the parameters of the, the... and we see how people respond to it. That way we can gain an understanding of what people are likely to do wittingly or unwittingly to themselves. Right. So it's a perfectly legitimate branch of science to study it, people it's very flawed because you, in order to really study it, you would have to have exactly the same type of people in every experiment, and that's where the flaw comes in because you're not necessarily well, of course going to get the same results. Psychology is of course, it, of it course, it's, it's flawed, it's flawed, but, science. but uh, I mean, it's easy to. But sit, you sit there it's and, and you talk it like it's so matter well, of fact. Well, this is the truth beyond the realm when clearly we don't know that it well, isn't. The, the standard response to that sort of criticism is always oh, it's criticism. Well, you've said there's a flaw. You've, criti you've critiqued uh, the, the okay. experimental protocol. And the standard response is, well, if it is flawed, then what, what have you got to offer by way of a better developed experiment? And in reality, um, it's easy to say, because it doesn't conform to your or the, uh, what you think is a good experiment, so then come up with something better. It's easy to sit back and criticize and go, that, that's rubbish, it that's, doesn't work. That's what the entire the science, hard work, sciences are built upon yeah, because the hard work is they're all built no. on, on if you can't, you know, so that's why, science, that's why the temperature things were thrown out of that experiment because it didn't fit into their little molds, therefore it was flawed. Science works by examining uh, somebody else's data realizing that it can be improved upon or retested in a better way developed the experiment can developed science doesn't work when you simply sit back and go that's a piece of junk end of you've got to come up with a better idea you've got to develop the experiment voltec discovered that if he if he attached to this types of metal to a frog's leg it jumped about if we had simply said well there you go that's that's an interesting experiment it's rubbish we would never have got to the situation where we can broadcast using electromagnetism halfway around the planet and sit here in a light air conditioned office mm -hmm. because people developed his discovery but simply hand sitting and going that and calling it rubbish without offering something better or an alternative it's not that i'm offering that it's it's rubbish but they they do these experiments, and they take the results, and they uh, push it as absolute truth, which is not correct. If you go look at, for instance, a dowsing experiment that was done in Australia, uh, they took so many boxes, and they hid waters in them. They had professional dowsers, people that called themselves dowsers, and, and then they took a bunch of things with metals, precious metal little, and they did the dowsing experiment and the ones when they did the data from the water experiment, it was very high above the norm. When they did it from the precious metal, it wasn't. So what they did is they took the two data, pushed them together, and they used that as proof that dowsing was false. It was that's the stuff that's wrong, and we accept that. Oh, we did this experiment. Here's a data that proves that dowsing is false, and it's flawed. Well, and we can't accept it as a truth. Well, we can I, look at it, but we can't accept it as I a truth. I would suggest there that what you actually may be dealing with is just simply bad reporting, because often uh, the media which reports an experiment will pick a particular part of the experiment to, to report upon. It's rather like with election polls. They will choose a particular way to report something. Global warming. Or global, global warming. warming. 
you know, they, it can be it, the the way that you report. Um, most people never read much beyond the headline right. or the first paragraph. So, plus, by the way, if you find research to come to a particular conclusion, your research is going to come to that particular conclusion a lot. Exactly. If, what, if what there's you, money involved. But what you what you did say, Ron, is that um, that. There was two sets of dowsing done, one on water, one mm -hmm. on precious metals. Exactly. One was more positive. So clearly there is a full version of that report that exists. Now, the, va the fact that the majority may only read the headline and believe that um, the dowsing is not effective is a, is, a, is a problem of the reporting, not the experiment. No, because they publish their results using the, the no. MESH data. Well, the MESH data... Sim but does the, the whole experimental paper contains the full data, which is why you know that there were two sets of experiments conducted that were meshed. Right, there is so, a, so a full consent. So in, in the reporting of the most, experiment, most the people report there. their summary, summary, and that's what people well, go by is the yeah. summary of the experiment, most, except those who really dig into deeper, like you know uh, Arthur C. Clarke did. Well, uh, all of scientific research has certain limitations. I mean, how many yeah. to to get a proper read on the quality of dowsing, you would have to have a billion dowsers and just do it over the course of years. No, you these you wouldn't. You just over. need many experiments. Well, yeah, but the, these guys obviously didn't do many experiments. They, they mm. took six guys in I mean, a room for, with for some example, boxes. For example, in the UK, Professor Chris French, who is a notable cynical researcher, psychologist. Mm -hmm. um, he did a very similar experiment on TV. He he got a uh, mm -hmm. he set up an area. I think there were fifty boxes, uh, and in some yep. of them were water, and some of them were, they were the bottles were empty. He had uh, six or seven quality dowsers go over it. Of course, they failed to find the water um, in the you know no more than chance. And he said his result was this proves that dowsing doesn't work. Well, of course, that's his interpretation. Everybody. You know, his view, which we all understand, he is the editor of Skeptic magazine. Right. Uh, you know, he is very, very biased towards explaining it as a uh, paranormal activity being the, the human being confusing themselves or right. willfully cheating. So those results were never going to be um, unbiased. Right. But there are lots of experiments that are conducted, and broadly balanced out between uh, biased and uh, pro and anti researchers and if the if the res if the experiment is written down correctly documented correctly as you, as you said with the uh, dowsing experiment the mm -hmm. information's there so you can dig back ignore the conclusion and dig back but the problem is the conclusion usually skews the headline and most people only read the headline right right and it's the the that someone doing uh or studying the acceptability of dowsing would take the summary of this report and use that as their evidence. That's well, the point well, I was getting that's at. That's poor science. Yeah, but it's done all the time. I know, but that's poor science. It doesn't mean... It, it, I'm not defending it. Yeah. It, but that's the norm. The normal situation is it's not done well. Yeah. It's, it's like anything else. You can skew anything to make... And, and figures. We always say numbers are absolute. They don't lie. Yeah. But they do. Mark Twain, there are three exactly. types of lies. Damn... Uh, lies, damn lies, and statistics. There you go. Yeah. So, anyways, uh, how much time we got there, Lou? Two twenty-seven. Two twenty-seven. Well, uh, Steve was talking. I actually found something extremely interesting. Do you know that you can take one of these chocolate milk containers, and if with a little bit of tweaking, you could make a uh, da Dalek model. Uh, so it works very, very good as a Dalek. You have to w wonder what's going on inside some people's heads. You know, <laughs> you will be exterminated! You really have to wonder. So, uh, how can people get hold of you then? So, if you're interested in, in, in learning about how to make a Dalek out of a hood milk bottle, you can contact me on my Facebook page. Message me there, Ronald Kolick. Or well, they can go to the Ghost Chronicles Morning Edition Facebook page and watch you do it for 20 minutes. There you go. On a replay of the show. Absolutely. Yeah. Unstable. See, he <laughs> flawed experiment. Once again, unstable. once again. Anyway, Steve, over. if somebody wants to get a hold of you and, and uh, kiss your butt, how could they do that? Well, kissing the butt might be difficult, but triple www.parascience.org.uk, and you can learn all about what he does and stuff. Yeah, buy my book. Yep, and you can also join us every Tuesday at 3 p.m. on Ghost Chronicles International. Yeah, or 8 p.m. and. Goodness, yeah, mean time. British mean time. <laughs> yeah. So mean, and, mean because we're too 
We only have 59 minutes in the hour because we're mean. <laughs> the Queen decided that was the case. Lou, thanks a lot for uh, moderating this, and uh, we'll see you next week. Good night. God bless. Good night. to ghosties, long-leggedy beasties, and things that go bump in the night.